This is the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome to the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network with Kurt Rowe and Kurt Goss III. Kurt Rowe is the Executive Director of the Metropolitan Amateur Golf Association in St. Louis. Spalding, this calls for the old Billy Barule. Kurt Goss III is the head PGA professional at the Country Club of St. Albans. Hi, we're short. <laughs> now, it's time for the only podcast dedicated to St. Louis local golf. Let's get into the CNC Golf Factory Podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Hey, welcome on in. It's another episode of the CNC Golf Factory right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. I'm going to start doing the gym dance. Welcome, friends. Hello, friends. Hey, friend. I think it's a, I think it's a good thing to do. Did you, so did, have you seen, there's a video out. I saw it on Twitter, Instagram, his story of what, where that came from. I did. Yep. I just saw that. That's what kind of what prompted That's me to do it. That cool. He did it for his dad. Like in yes. 2002, like it was, it was, he said it was, Saturday at the PGA Championship, and like one of his good friends said, "Hey, we really like that. You should do that more, like every yes, time." Yes. Yep, yep. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's uh, I'm Andy Hanselman. That's Kurt Rowe and Kurt Gus alongside to uh, bring you all the fun and games of the uh, local golf scene. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter, CC underscore Golf underscore Factory. On Facebook, it is C plus C Golf Factory. And like and subscribe, please, pretty please, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. A lot of local golf stuff coming up. Oh, we have Mike Leach. He is the Director of Operations of the Mississippi Valley Golf Course Superintendent Association. It's a long title and a long name. Yep. He's going to join us to uh, talk about what's going on in the association uh, this spring in his new role as the director. And then we have uh, some Gateway PGA stuff going on, and we also have some of the uh, the MAGA Women's Championship coming up as well pretty soon. Boys, what's going on with you guys this week other than that, other than that stuff? Another day at the office. <laughs> Plugging away. Plugging away. <laughs> How's your – Yeah, uh, about the same. Yeah, you know, we didn't – we didn't, nothing, nothing really happened in this past week in the Metropolitan Golf Association. Nice kind of, I guess, a short week um, with, the, yeah. with the holiday on Tuesday. So, um, otherwise, yeah, we're getting ramped up for the uh, 31st Metropolitan Women's Championship um, next week. Had a couple entries close last night, Wednesday evening. The Metropolitan Amateur entries closed and the Southern Illinois Golf Association Championship, um, SIGA Championship entries closed last night. So, Busy, busy next couple weeks coming up that we'll have some things to talk about. But um, fantastic, yeah. Goss, what do you have going on? Uh, not much. A uh, couple things, uh, as uh, mentioned, kind of like Kurt, the uh, the gateway section um, kind of slowed down a little bit, uh, but it gets uh, ramped up again this Monday over at uh, Mike Surrey's place at Oakbrook. Um, what used to be the Tower T Invitational. Um, uh, you know, 18 holes of par three golf. It's been in Oak Brook now for a few years. And uh, Mike and the crew over there try to uh, kind of replicate the old yardages. Um, and uh, that's a fun event because, uh, you know, it, it gives, I think, more players in our gateway section, more pros and opportunity, you know, 
kind of focus on uh, short game. And uh, so, no, that, that'll be fun. Uh, I hate to miss it. Uh, Going to take a couple of days off. But um, I'm sure they'll have a nice field. And uh, Mike's, uh, Mike's crew does a great job. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll hear about an ace or two by uh, one of my uh, fellow section pros uh, this yeah. Monday. That would be fantastic. I might uh, have to pop out there and uh, and say hi and maybe uh, maybe put, put on the old uh, reporter's cap and ask a couple of questions. Like, hey, <laughs> hey pal, who's big for you? <laughs> yeah, get uh, get some uh, reports, see what's going on, keep us uh, up to date with the scoring. We'd love it. Yeah, I could probably pop out there and do that on Monday. So, Cool, guys. Well, we have Mike Leach. He's coming up next on the next segment right here at CNC Golf Factory, right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Welcome back to CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network. Like us on Instagram and Twitter at CC underscore golf underscore factory. On the uh, Facebook, it's C plus C Golf Factory. Make sure you like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. As uh, as everybody knows who listens to the show that we are a, uh, we love superintendents on this program a lot. So we thought we would have the director of operations of their association join us. It's Mike Leach, director of operations of the Mississippi Valley Golf Course Superintendents Association joining us. Mike, how you doing tonight? It's going great. So, Mike, this is a pretty new role for you, I'm understanding. Uh, how's it been going so far? Correct. It's uh, It's been great. I joined uh, the association as director of operations mid-March or mid-April, excuse me, and uh, just fully on board now. It's been a slow takeover from the past director of operations, Chuck Gast, who served the association very well for about nine years, and now he's full-time retired in scotland as we speak so he's he's living it up well great well mike thanks for taking some time coming on this evening um as andy said you know we've uh we've had uh we've had one other superintendent on and you know that's kind of our our uh, our mission here with the, with this podcast is to you know get everybody involved uh you know in st louis with st louis golf keep it local and and uh i first let's uh let's tell the listeners you know exactly what who and what is the Mississippi Valley? Um, most of them probably aren't going to know, you know, what the MBGCSA is. It's tied to the GCSA. I mean, we can throw out all kinds of acronyms here, but uh, you know, just give us a little bit, a uh, little bit of insight of what the what the Mississippi Valley does and what they what what they're all about. Right. When I tell people I'm the director of operations for the Mississippi Valley Golf Course Superintendents Association, they they kind of look at me funny. But we we are an association of uh, golf course superintendents think of it as your local section of the pga yep. um i know they probably won't like that you know um comparison but it is much like that we have a uh i'd say our territory runs over to columbia up to around kirksville a little bit on the east side and down south a little bit um but it is an association of superintendents and everybody who works on the um, golf course staff, if you will, the ground staff, um, including mechanics, equipment techs, um, stuff like that, horticulturists, every, everything involved. It's really, I was surprised when I came on board being an ex PGA um, member is that everybody's included in this. So even if you're a vendor, you can be a, a uh, sponsor to the, 
Valley or, or a member of the Valley. So it's great. I mean, it's, it's really laid back uh, about just one of those associations that likes to get together and play golf and keeps the betterment of golf courses in their, in the front of their mind. Hell, all you gotta do is have to. All you can have to do is run golf tournaments. You can be a member of the association too. So, um, <laughs> just like um, <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they let they let anybody in this thing. So, um, no, it's 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 great. I'm uh, I'm I'm proud to be a to, to be a member and, and support. Uh, you know what the Mississippi Valley does because they do so much for what we do. Um, you know, I say it all the time. We we probably ask. Uh, hopefully, Kurt the, Kurt, my counterpart here, doesn't get offended by this, but we we ask probably more of the superintendent and their staff, you know, when it comes to running conducting events, then we do, you know, some of the, you know, the other staff at, at the golf sure. course. Um, Cause we, we have expectations and, you know, getting the golf course set up. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a great relationship that I have um, with the superintendents. So um, what, um, just as a follow-up question, um, as you say, you know, you're, you're brand new to this and what, uh, how, how'd you get to this position? You know, um, I know, you know, Chuck, yeah, Chuck has done a great job for nine years, and uh, you know they were looking for. He was looking to to kind of move out and I guess kind of re-retire, maybe you, you could call it, yeah. and fully retire. But uh, how'd you how'd you find your way to this position? Well, Chuck, I I was told um, that Chuck gave him about a two year notice of his retirement, and it was we're on year three of the two year notice, so they they weren't really actively looking for somebody, but Chuck kind of told him, hey, you know. It, I'm, I'm serious about this retirement thing. And that's when Rob kick, who is the president of the association reached out to me and said, Hey, I, I have an idea. And, uh, I knew Rob through Algonquin. I was at Algonquin prior to this role and he's the superintendent at Algonquin. And, um, he said, it look, this seems to be right up your alley. Let me know what you think. And I mean, I'm running, running golf, golf tournaments, uh, administering social media, uh, running a website, doing all that stuff. That's right up my alley. And uh, it's great. So far it's been great. Hey Mike, uh, good catching up with you. And uh, so good to see you. Yeah. Thank you for taking time. Um, So, you know, transition here, new role, different part of our business. Um, Mm -hmm. You and I've met uh, years ago. We've played a few rounds together, had some fun. Um, playing some golf and getting to know you. And so I was excited, you know, at St. Louis country club a couple of months ago to see that you were back in the business and it happens probably more times than people realize that individuals pursue one Avenue of the business and then end up going another direction, but they stay in the golf business, which obviously, you know, kind of showcase the game of golf that we, we all stay in it or a lot of us stay in it. Um, So what kind of differences have you, kind of seen from the golf professional side of things into your early stages here. Obviously you had, you know, plenty of experience talking with superintendents and dealing with them daily. So how's the transition or what's the differences um, that you see? The differences in the role are, you know, as, as you know, from being behind the counter, looking out toward the golf course, like I was for many years. um, There's many mornings where I looked at over there and I'm like, I'm on the wrong side of this counter, you know, put me on a tractor. Right. And I don't have to talk to anybody. This is awesome. <laughs> but uh, these guys, I, they're, it's a totally different mindset to what you and I were used to in the golf shop. Right. Um, 
they don't have to, what I want to say, communicate to a lot of people, you know, on a day, on a daily members or, you know, daily play golfers. If you are at a um, public course, you don't really have to communicate to them what they're doing on a daily basis. That was, that was I always felt as a golf professional, that was my job to explain what the superintendents were doing. And mm-hmm. that's why I always kept a good line open between myself and the superintendent. So that when I took this role, I kind of looked at it as an extension of that because by no means am I jumping on tractor just because I took this role or mower, I should say, just because I took this role, I'm just going to continue to be an ambassador to the golfer and superintendent. So as long as I look at it through that scope, I think it's, it's a really good fit. And I think it's pretty natural because I've been doing it for 20 years. So yeah, I, I think that's a great answer. And, uh, you know, exactly, you know, as the golf professional side of things, we we tend to hear the complaints that the hot dog at the turn was cold. Yeah. Why yeah. are we cart path only when it didn't rain much at my house? Um, all these things. I mean, for instance, today, the front nine of Lewis was cart path only. And it's because yeah. yesterday the club was closed. They aerified the fairways, soaked them uh, throughout the night and again this morning. It's just routine stuff that you have to do to keep things nice. Um, So again, I I think you fit a great role of being that line of communication. We have to be the bad guy to say, Hey, half your golf course today, it didn't rain for the past five days, but it's going to be half of it's going to be path only. I got to put on that that (laughs) smile and and try to woo them and say, it's all right. Just only half the golf course. But um, I think that's a great way to look at it is uh, yeah. From one guy that kind of, overseas or communicates and then now you uh you take that role over so that's a great way to look at it yeah it's, like i said i i don't these guys when we get together at board meetings or just on a daily meetup you know it's they'll talk about a certain chemical they're using or you know mower height and stuff like that it goes it does go over my head a little bit i've been around the business enough to know a little bit but I just have to accept that's probably not my job. I don't, I don't really need to know all the ins and outs. I just need to be able to communicate that to everybody else. So, yeah, you, you, you'll know enough. You, you spent right. around a golf right. course long enough. So yeah, no, that's great. So um, kudos, uh, good luck for uh, the future with it. Thanks. Mike, I mean, I, I know some, I know some of the things that uh, you're kind of, maybe some of your goals of, you know, with you being in the, in the new role after, you know, after Chuck for nine years, but, can you explain a little bit, you know, what uh, you mentioned a little bit, a little bit earlier, you know, social media website mm-hmm. and some of those things, but you know, how, what are, what are some things that you're trying to do to, you know, elevate the Mississippi Valley and, and um, you know, let's, and this is, this is one step, you know, hopefully right. there's somebody else is going to know a little bit more about the Mississippi Valley. And, and uh, I know what are some of those things that you're trying to do? That's exactly right. And when you asked me to be on, I thought that perfect. This is what we need for the Valley. This is what I've been, what I've been, trying to do well, not what I've been trying to do, but what I came on board to do was to see some through lines and what these guys do as, as the keeper of a golf course to maybe, you know, a businessman or something like that to, to extend sponsorship, extend membership. Well, as you said, you don't have to be a superintendent to be a member. Um, and heck I've had discussions with people and, like you get a, it's cost $125 to be a member and you get a 
quarterly periodical that tells you all about this stuff. I I know people who do it just for that, right? Yeah. So for me, it's more of an outreach thing. I need to find people the to say, hey, you know, you play golf four times a week. Who do you think keeps this grass green? Who do you who do you think keeps these greens alive? You know, so let's let's start thinking about this and get out in the community and uh, shaking hands and you know yeah. getting some more sponsors and all that stuff. No, that, that, that that's great. And uh, you know, I, I you know, as I like this afternoon, our our latest edition of the Metropolitan, our newsletter went out, mm-hmm. and that's something that the Mississippi Valley's been involved with for gosh. Yeah. A, a number of years now, you know, we have a, you know, every month, every one of our issues, we've got somebody new that's uh, writing an article for us. Uh, we got Nick White this month has done a, uh, done this month's article. So one of the best. Uh, you, you did one, you did last month's, right? Yeah. I think so, yep. you know, and, uh, and I get those comments, I get those comments, you know, from people. It's, it's amazing. Just like we talked about last week on the podcast, people who say, Hey, I, I listened to your podcast and I, I get the same thing random from random people that they, you know, they look forward to that, that newsletter coming out and, you know, and reading those different things. So, you know, whatever we can do to, to help out and, and get, get the word out and tell the story about what the Mississippi Valley does. And cause it is a, what it's a, it's, they celebrated 75 years, two years ago, five years, years ago? Yep. Yeah. uh, two, two, two years, in the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. So, yeah. Years you know, ago. it's a 75 year old organization. So, mm-hmm. um, they've been around a long time and they, they do a lot of, yeah. you know, a lot of great things. So they have, and it's not small, it's 200, 250 members. That's right. A, that's a big organization. So exactly yeah. right. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Mike, uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, um is, is, does the Mississippi Valley help with uh, like mentorships? If you got a young man or woman out there uh, thinking about pursuing a career in the in the in the business, yes, absolutely. That's uh, one of our one of our biggest outreach programs is that we have um, several different spo- or, uh, scholarship opportunities, and it's all found on mvgcsa.com. And our biggest tournament of the year is uh, research and. Uh, our research tournament which is the green cup all goes to scholarships so so it's great we just we just gave away actually um i think we gave away eight different scholarships just this past month so very nice and i'll add to that you know we every year we talk about it we 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 did it for the first time about four years ago. We, we created a, a joint internship um, called the right. Roger Null internship that is mm-hmm. between the Metropolitan Golf Association and Mississippi Valley. And the biggest issue we've had is we haven't had candidates because the, there's, there's not a lot of, not a lot of kids going into this profession. Um, and we've had trouble finding candidates to come and do this internship and the purpose of the internship was one to we yeah we called it we named it the Roger Null internship just for everything that Roger, Roger is kind of, right. he's definitely a legend yeah. around these parts but you know we you know we certainly that's something that we would love to see you know get get going again you know in, in the future and uh, it's to give a it's a give a young young person you know experience on a golf course who might be a superintendent but then they also spend some time with us you know conducting events and conducting championships and so uh you know hopefully that's something we uh get uh ramp back up again here in the future right going back to what i said about me being a golf pro working for superintendents i mean that that type of scholarship opportunity is just i mean it's golden right you need to know every aspect of the profession and it doesn't end at giving a lesson or making a tea time. It, I mean, that's, that's not even where it starts. Yeah. So 
where it starts is, you know, where the grass is. As I was going through those uh, um, scholarship applications, I was informed about the uh, Roger Knoll uh, scholarship, and it was it was news to me. I'm like, well, why isn't anybody signing up for this? So, again, it's one of those things that I I will take on and try to yeah, be, you're not, you know, you're not, definitely, yeah, we we work on that. But yeah, that has been the number one factor. I mean, the first year we we found somebody, um, Matt Ridings, who's now down at Fox mm-hmm. One. Yeah, he was our he was our first and. Right now, he's been been our only, unfortunately. So, um, you know, it worked out for him. And but, you know, it just there's so many other internships out available out there for these superintendents and these you know these students, and and then the lack of students. Yeah. Um, you know, I I you know I know the Mizzou like Mizzou the turf program. I, I I'm not sure there's even a turf program anymore. Yeah, I don't believe they, there they, is. They, yeah. they don't have any students. So mm-hmm. you know that's that's been uh, kind of the sad part that you know, we haven't been able to to find these candidates so Mike, right, some, oh sorry go ahead go ahead andy sorry i was saying mike what are some of your personal goals to achieve with the association and in, in your in your role as the director now uh so first of all i want to grow the membership um and pretty much just grow uh what do i want to say outreach to the community i want to i want to grow um, just people to be aware of what the Mississippi Valley is. And like I said, when I accepted the position and I told people what I was doing, they kind of look golfers who golf four or five times a week, look at me funny. I'm like, well, <laughs> this, this is a problem. So let's get, get out there and let's start telling people who we are and what we do. I just want to say thank you, Mike, um, for coming on and spend some time with us and, uh, what, where, where can, um, I'm going to probably steal a little Andy's thunder here, but where can, where can, where can the listeners find, uh, find the Mississippi Valley, um, uh, on social media? Uh, Mississippi Valley is on the, on Instagram, the little, uh, profile that could I'm just starting out right now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, look us up. I can't remember that. I think it's Mississippi Valley GCSA, um, on Instagram and, uh, mbgcsa.com is where you can find us on the web. You got it. Yeah. Awesome Mississippi, stuff, Valley G- Mississippi, Mississippi Valley GCSA on Instagram. So. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. I made it. I should know, but I, I forgot. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> that was Mike Leach, Director of Operations for the Mississippi Valley Golf Course Superintendents Association, joining me and Kurt and Kurt on the CNC Golf Factory right here on the St. Louis Podcast Network, wrapping up the show right after this. Final segment here, CNC Golf Factory, St. Louis Podcast Network, Andy Hanselman, Kurt Rowe, Kurt Koss. Kurt, you played, Rowe, you played golf with somebody who hits the ball a really, really long way. <laughs> I sure did. I uh, It kind of happened last minute, but uh, I played over at Ann Breyer. Um, shout out to Kevin Schaefer and thanks, Thanks for the hospitality as always, but, um, yeah, I, Bobby Ray, um, Bobby is right now the 17th ranked world long drive, um, player golfer. I don't know what you call him, but he's ranked 17th in the world right now. And, uh, he was, he's from St. Louis and, uh, certainly, uh, I've talked to him about, we'll certainly have him on as a future guest, um, down the road, but, uh, 
got to tee it up. I've known Bobby a little bit. He played in the Metropolitan Open a few years ago and got paired with a pro from North Carolina. They've become friends. And he was in town. I happened to see on Instagram Saturday night. I was sitting at the ball game. And next thing I know, I'm playing golf with them them two at Ambrier um, on Sunday afternoon. And it's, uh, yeah, it's quite the show. Um, Bob, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's something else. I've never seen – I mean, you've seen it on TV, but to see it in person, I think – Bobby's longest drive, like in competition, is like 474 or something like oh that. And uh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, he basically drove the first green. We played the back tees. He drove the first green at Ambrier. Uh, would have been really close to driving the second green. Um, it, it was just, it's just stupid. I mean, it's just unbelievable, you know, to watch. Um, but and it was fun. Uh, we uh, we just play, we actually just played a little scramble. Um, another of Bobby's friends came out, but uh, look forward to having him on. He's uh, he uh, he's actually headed to I think Toronto for his next World Long Drive. But he's out there competing with the guy with some of the names you'll know: the Kyle Berkshires, the Martin Borgmeyers, the you know those guys of the world. That's who he's out there competing with, and and uh, it's hard to miss him if you go on. Uh, you can find Bobby Ray on Instagram or find World Long Drive. Yeah, it's hard to miss. He's uh, sponsored by. He wears all. He wears all loudmouth golf um, no. apparel. Um, so uh, yeah, he's uh, he definitely stands out in the crowd. But uh, uh, yeah, we will we'll have him on at some point uh, to talk about uh, to, to to talk about the World Long Drive competition. And he, he, and, uh, he will be he will be introduced as the amazing golf ball whacker guy. Long <laughs> long way long way, Bobby Ray. That's what that's what his name that's what his name is. Long way, Bobby Ray, and he told me that Sean Barnes gave him that nickname. How so nice! I have How not confirmed that yet. Neither the year, Sean Barnes. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what he said. He somebody asked him. I think we asked him that on Sunday, and he said that Sean Sean Barnes gave him that nickname. So. Merchandiser of the year alternate Kurt Goss has an update about the Gateway PGA oh. section tournaments going on. <laughs> Thank you, Andy, um, for that introduction. I'm about to get fired. In, uh, I, if you get fired, Kurt and I are just staring at each other on the <laughs> screen and don't know what we're doing. So uh, we'll it's keep you on board. Fun. I tease it's, because I love. No, it's great. I'm I'm happy that uh, the CNC Golf Factory is kind of the, you know, the lead segment to uh, when Sean Barnes's show comes on. So yes, uh, this is the intro <laughs> to Sean Barnes. I love Sean, uh, Sean but is in, not. Sean has not asked me to produce a podcast for him yet. I'm sure it's coming, though. It will. I mean, have I told you guys I've seen Sean Barnes make a hole-in-one? No. no. Yeah. yeah. Didn't? No. Stream song a couple of years ago. Yeah, I didn't buy drinks for anybody. Cheap some of it. Well, um, anyways, <laughs> um, I'm cheap. It's a Diet Coke or, or water for me. But um, anyways, going on to the gateway section, uh, as mentioned earlier, uh, Mike Seri's got the Tower T event, Part 3 contest um, this Monday. And then uh, just uh, looking at future events, we got a stroke play event um, on the 17th at Franklin County Country Club. Good layout. Um, a lot of people probably aren't overly familiar with it, but it is a very good layout. And then uh, a big one at the end of the month on the 31st, we got the uh, National Car Rental Assistance Championship for the assistant pros at Lake Forest Country Club. So um, you have some of the bigger events in the gateway section that we'll uh, uh, showcase a little later um, this month and into uh, August and September. So um, kind of like Rowie 
the past few weeks maybe was a little sluggish. Um, probably as a lot of us were dealing with member guests uh, at our own facilities and other events. But yeah, it'll be picking up in full force. Um, that assistance championship, I think we'll see some uh, probably some new young names and a couple of familiar names. Uh, Kyle at Norwood, Matt at uh, Forest Hills, um, some of those guys. Um, but yeah, the youngsters, boy, I'm, I'm getting old. Uh, at 41 referring to the uh, assistant pros as youngsters but uh, um, yeah so good stuff coming up uh, how, how in the old section. are the assistant pros nowadays are they, are they 20 21 years old i would say a fair amount andy are probably going to be more of the 22 23 early stages but i'd say more of the ones that you're going to see in like the assistance championship probably be pushing more 25 to 35 range um okay. and it, it just depends um you know i think uh four or five years ago um, when Joe uh, made Zach Potts and I uh, co-head professionals, um, I said to Zach, I said, we can hold off the title for a few months if he wanted to play in the assistance championship. And, and he decided just let's take the title. Cause I was not um, again, because I just, I can't hang, I can't compete. I don't have a golf swing for it anymore, but, um, but yeah, you, you got all ages, but more in that mid twenties, late thirties. Good stuff. Is that remember, uh, is that Franklin? I assume it's Franklin County Country Club in Washington. Yeah, correct. Yeah, nice. you, you would know more than me. I it's been a while, uh, Kurt. But from what I remember, it's a pretty good layout and uh, oh, a club cool. that I don't think probably gets the notoriety that it probably should. But uh, I yeah, hear very it, good things, and it's been a while since I played it. It's always in Feb. Uh, I I worked there for two summers back out of college. It's always in fabulous condition. Ed Walker, the superintendent, and uh, he. Uh, it's been there a while, but it's in, it's in, I'm telling you, I can honestly say it's some of the best Zoysia in the San Luis area. I mean, it's, it's, you know how you drive down Zoysia fairways and it moves your cart, you know, yeah. that's the way, I mean, not all Zoysia does that. That Zoysia does that. It, that good Zoysia it, does you that. You can feel it, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it, it's really good. So uh, yeah, I hope uh, we'll be out there later this summer too. We got the Metropolitan Four Ball Championship to be there in September. So always, always fun to be back in, uh, in kind of my quote unquote hometown. So, but uh, out there in Crocco, Missouri. So yeah, I'd love to see it again. It's been a while since I played it, but I remember it being a really good track. Um, so maybe one day I'd get out there. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, yeah, we touched on it at the top, but we uh, have coming up next week is the MAGA Women's Championship. Rowie, a little bit of a deep dive into that, please. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we got the 31st Metropolitan Women's Amateur Championship. Um, we'll be out at Westboro Country Club next Monday, Tuesday, July 10th and 11th. Uh, kind of a small field. We got 33 ladies total. Um, I think 15 in the championship division. They play for the Jane M. Watson Trophy. Uh, but we got a couple def- a couple past champions. We got Kathy Glennon, St. Albans, uh, McKenna Montgomery, who's a golfer from Lindenwood University, who won a couple years ago. We do have our defending champion, Grace Pyre, um, who uh, is from uh, is from the east side over there somewhere. Andy, I can't remember where exactly, but so I, the name the name sounds familiar. Yeah, she plays out at. Uh, she plays at a school. I think she plays at Cal State Northridge. I might get that wrong, but she plays out in California in college. But uh, she won last year, and she'll be back to to defend. Um, but yeah, small field, and uh, that's my smoke alarm. I don't know why it's going off. Um, you got some brisket on the on the? No, yeah, you got brisket going I smoking. I don't have anything going. Okay. Okay. It just it beeped once and went off. That's right. Pizza? No, I I had dinner. Um, so anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, so we'll uh, we got that uh, Monday, Tuesday at Westboro. Is it the toaster? We'll we'll roll with it. No, that's weird. It beat once, twice. Yeah. So anyway, it's Monday, Tuesday at uh, at uh, Westboro. Awesome. MAGA Women's Championship coming up next next week. You said yes. Next Monday, Tuesday, July tenth, eleventh. Oh, now they're all going to go off. Have you tried hitting Control Alt Delete? Alt F4. Unplug it for 30 seconds. That's crazy. Here, I'll mute you real quick while I'm talking. Hey there, he's gone now. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. Uh, Roy, you have anything? I mean, uh, Goss, you have anything else? Uh, No, uh, one quick thing. I'll I'll piggyback off of uh, Long Ball uh, Bobby Ray. Did I say that right? so uh, speaking of not so long golf balls, uh, earlier tonight we had our uh, tiny tigers. It's our little itty bitties, and uh, we had our uh, little uh, parent junior putting contest, and we had about uh, 26, 27 uh, parents, grandparents playing with the kiddos. And uh, my daughter and I, uh, we needed a uh, a two putt from about 30 feet on our last hole to uh, tie one of the uh, fellow teams that we we're uh, having a little side bet with, and uh, we were able to do it. So uh, maybe that. Uh, Maybe that little bit of uh, fun uh, for an hour uh, sparked some interest for my daughter to continue with the game. So, um, so we had a long ball hitter on the show and talked about the uh, the little itty bitties. So we got Sweet. it all. That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, Very nice. A quick uh, quick cup, couple of notes. Uh, lost a uh, former golf coach on the east side this week. Uh, Mel Hine. Mel Hine was the uh, boys and girls golf coach at collinsville high school for many many years he lived in highland also ran uh he was a secret a league secretary at oak brook um for uh for golf league on tuesday night for a long time as well mel was a great ambassador of the game a very nice man just a, a good guy to to uh good guy to talk to uh if you want to talk about local high school golf he was a, a good good man and uh so we're sad to report the passing of uh of mel Heim. and then also uh our friends at Sunset Hills didn't have power for four days yeah, uh, yeah. due to a storm. Uh, my parents live in the, in the same general area, and they were uh, affected by that as well. So but everybody got back up and running on uh, sometime on Tuesday. It was like, like Tuesday around 10 p.m. when they finally got back up and running. So uh, our thoughts go out to uh, everybody over there, and they and, uh, probably ruined their 4th of July weekend over at Sunset Hills without having any power. They, they, they were able to open – sorry, they got it back on Monday because they had their 4th of July party on uh on tuesday so <clears throat> i was at, i was actually out there this morning uh we got u.s senior amateur qualifier out there in a couple of weeks and uh so i was over there this morning and john was telling me about it yeah it was a little yeah I saw still th- uh still got some pretty big trees down they got a lot of it cleaned up but they still got some yeah some stuff to clean i saw up, but, uh, yeah. i saw john saturday morning at the, the morning after the storm because all this happened during friday night storms <clears throat> and uh, he was telling me about it. He goes, yeah, he goes, we lost the uh, the big oak tree back behind number 18, which is what yep. in my day was number five and was also number two at, at one point for a while there too. So, yeah, I, I knew the tree they were talking about, a bunch of trees on 17. Um, something, some straight line winds came through fierce. Yep. It was uh, it was pretty bad. So, uh, oh, a prayer to those guys that they can uh, get their, get the course back up and running, you know, talk about great Zoysia. That's another where the where the other course where the golf court where the golf cart will uh, track yeah. in the Zoysia because yeah. <laughs> of how good the stuff is out there. So, 
Yep. Anyway, I think that's it, boys. Is that what we got for a show tonight? I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just Again, a shout uh, out to uh, shout out to Mike Leach for coming on and uh, yeah. appreciate it. And uh, go uh, go check out. Yeah. Just I'll we we mentioned earlier, but go check out the Mississippi Valley. You know, more the more we can point people in that direction and let them know, you know, what the, what those guys do. Uh, I think all the better look for it in our newsletter. If you get in our newsletter, the Metropolitan, we've got an yep. article from them every month and our every issue. And, uh, there, I think, uh, yeah, that's one of Mike's things is, is, you know, the social media is he's really beefing that up. So go, uh, go find those guys. You said it was M V C S A.com. I believe was M- the website. MV, MV, MV is in Victor, GCSA.com yep. is the yep. website. Um, Instagram is Mississippi Valley GCSA on Instagram. And then in the Twitter is slightly different too. I don't think they're all the same. I don't, I don't, don't remember them off the top of my head. But, uh, but anyway, just you, you can go find them. And Mississippi yeah. Valley Golf Course Superintendents. So the uh, superintendents and their associations are going to continue to get love on this podcast. So, yep. Well, hope you guys are enjoying it. And uh, our social medias are CC underscore golf underscore factory on Instagram and Twitter. C plus C golf factory on Facebook. And then make sure you guys are subscribing on Apple podcasts and on Spotify. Hey, I got one more thing um, yeah. real quick. Go watch the women's open this week, this weekend. It's at Pebble beach. It's pretty historic. First time ever a women's majors being con- conducted at, pebble beach um I'm, i've it's i've had it on this afternoon round one here on thursday and uh i i highly recommend you to go uh go watch uh you know watch a little bit of the women's open so uh, pretty, pretty cool NBC? that they're pretty cool they're playing uh yeah uh, well nbc it's on and golf channel and peacock and usa i know thursday USA. friday and then i think yeah probably okay. go to nbc on the weekend maybe but, okay um you know it's just pretty pretty neat that, that they're you know, I've seen some of the stuff. You know, they've they've had live from the U, from the U.S. Women's Open, which I think maybe is the first time they've ever done that on the Golf Channel. Really, I, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, and uh, although I will say, to me, Brandel Chambly looked a little um, uncomfortable sitting there talking about women's golf. I don't know why. I just it it was a little strange to me. But um, <laughs> but uh, he's a strange he, guy. He, he, I know, but he just didn't look like he fit in. But I, anyway, I just you know. I, I just think it's really cool that they're, you know, they're the, the, the women's open is going to some really, really fantastic places, and they're starting with Pebble Beach this year. So, are they going to be on the uh, on the since the USG is kind of moving their operations to Pinehurst? Are they going to be playing the women's at Pinehurst a lot too? Uh, I don't know about a lot, but I know it's going back to Pinehurst again. I'm, I'm almost positive. Yeah, yeah. That it'll it'll be back at Pinehurst as well. So, cool. And and Pebble will get it. Three more times, I think, over the next twenty-five years. I think that's right. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, um, it's going to Oakmont. It's going. It's going to uh, Baltimore. I mean, it's going to some big. The places. women are all going to Oakmont and Oakland Hills and Baltimore and all there. Well, they, I mean, they were at Oakmont a few years ago. That's where Paula Crema got her her yeah. women's open. But I know they're going back to Oakmont. I think within the next year or two. So, right. Rose says, "Watch the U.S. Women's Open." I'm going to watch the U.S. Women's Open. I usually do it anyway. It's usually pretty. Go- it's, it's pretty captivating. Uh, um. Plus, it's West Coast. We have prime time, prime time golf. Time I love prime time golf. Yep. So it's the best. For Kurt Rowey, for Kurt Goss, I'm Andy Hanselman. Thank you so, so much for listening. This has been the CNC Golf Factory on the St. Louis Podcast 
Network. Content on the St. Louis Podcast Network is 100% human created.